the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Let me turn on all the microphones here. And uh, I am here with two guys that are my favorite guys, not in the whole world, but certainly um, the regulars. Mm-hmm. Kurt from Kurt's Automotive and Eric, his uh, right hand, his left hand. Is there anything else? Are you part of any part of his brain? Uh, I end up being the brain now. Oh, you are the brain now. Okay, okay. It's nice not having to think anymore. You know what? That's not a bad <laughs> idea. I think the kids are doing a good job. Yeah, yeah. me too. Me too. So, Kurt and Eric are here. I'm Mark Salem, and the lines are wide open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And we're going we're gonna to take calls, and you can call anytime you want, and, uh, and Gil's going to answer the phone, and he's going to say, what's your name? You want to talk to Mark? And you said yes, and then he says in my headphone, so-and-so's on the phone, and I write it down, and we get to you just as quickly as we can. But there's a shop around the corner from Kurtz. Kurtz is at I-17 in Bell, and just up the road, Action Autos, is I-17 in Deer Valley. And I understand you don't like him. He's no, a no-good son of a gun. No, no, he's gone all the time. He thinks vacations are... Oh. <laughs> Obvi- <laughs> he's my hero. I'm trying to be like him. <laughs> Obviously, see, people need to understand that we're talking because we know him. Yeah. And there's no animosity. The fact no. that he's a mile or two away from you, there's no animosity. No. The good shop owners like their competition. Yeah. And, 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 and then... I think what's kind of neat about that is somebody said something about, oh, so-and-so said that you're a jerk. And I said, well, let's get him on the phone. And, boy, they don't want no part of that. <laughs> they, oh, wait, no, it could have been a week ago. you know. Anyway, Action Auto Repair's up at I-17 in Bell. I've known Tom since 1983 when he was selling engine analyzers. And I bought an engine analyzer from him that cost more than my first house. I don't doubt that. Was it a bear, a bear or a son? It was a bear, yeah. and it was $32,000, and our first house was $30,000. And Renee goes, you're going to buy this piece of equipment? And I said, well, people say, put it on the scope. Remember that? <laughs> put it on the scope. The scope's going to tell you how to fix Everything. my car. Yeah. Yes. Those pieces of equipment didn't tell you what was wrong. But they gave you the information for you to figure out what's wrong. And they also looked impressive when the customer looked oh, at it and seen yeah. all the lines. And it oh, was cool. gosh, all the screens and the <laughs> buttons and everything like that. You could make that thing dance. You could push two buttons, walk away, come back, and get in the complete electrical systems check. Yeah. And, and then it was red if it was bad and blue if it was good, <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Anyway, Tom's a good guy up at Action Auto Repair. Okay, ready for my Mark Salem test of the day? All right. Okay, uh, a gentleman calls. He says, I called a couple weeks ago. Uh, I have a 2006 Pacifica front-wheel drive, and it would uh, the car would kick to the right at 30 to 40 miles an hour, and the steering wheel would change from 12 o'clock to 10 o'clock, and uh, and it's got a tra- transverse engine on it. And so, what's the matter with it? Hmm. Well, speed sensors, steering rack, pressure sensors. Okay. Uh, 
you know, torque load sensors. Yeah, you know, there's a okay. lot of things. Okay, and, and for, I want you to forget the check engine light. I just want you to go with this symptoms. Um, uh, it turned out that it would it would stay in the offset. So he's going down the road and it would kick right. The steering wheel would kick right all of a sudden, and then it would stay there, and he would struggle to get it back. So anyway, here's the deal. He spent a lot of time on this. So here's his answer. The passenger side engine mount and the front engine mount were both seriously failed. Okay. Uh, but that's a pretty obvious symptom. When you've got an ma- engine mount that's failed, you've got a terrible vibration throughout the whole car. Right. The whole car shakes. It does. Okay. So, so, but then he goes, in conjunction with the bushings on the passenger side lower control arm being heavily damaged. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> one and one equals two, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. It's that's easy. Well and then then he goes on to say, um uh there was some lower arm joint moving under load. It's got a hundred and uh, 40,000 miles. It runs great. So I fixed it myself. A couple of tools, two hours of YouTube video watching, uh, an hour and a half of cursing compressed into three days, and she's running great. But but one of the things that he put in here was a, a lower ball joint. I'm trying to figure that out where it was. There was a lower ball joint that had a problem. That's what was sticking, I bet, yeah. as he yeah. turned left and right, is that lower ball. So let me ask you a question. Knowing what you know now, the symptoms on the Pacific, are you ready? It's uh-huh. got a bad vibration. Sometimes the steering will stick to the right or the left, and and it's tough to get it back to center, and the car seems to wander on its own. How long would you take a good technician to diagnose this once he put it on the rack? Five minutes. Okay. And and I, I figured you guys for sure would say 20. I was going to say 20, <laughs> just, okay. just to give you a little room. Us old guys, that's a five-minute deal. You're going to leave the key in the well, neutral. Yeah, we and you're were gonna better grab... technicians than they were. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to grab the front wheels. You're going to go left yeah. and right, and you're done. You jack it up. Put a bar underneath that one tire and watch the ball joint move a half inch and you say something's wrong. <laughs> and and but, but what he did good was is he, he enumerated the symptoms. Yes, we don't get that very often. No, we but but I turn right and it's I have to muscle it back straight, and then all of a sudden it hops right and the right front tire seems to go right and I have to muscle it back. All that stuff that pff, when you come in and say my this is what we get and I think you do too. The wife says. My husband says something's wrong with the front end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and wait a minute, can we have more than that? Just go drive it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But um, it was it was he really did a good job figuring it out himself. But in reality, my point is is the diagnostic charge on that would have been between thirty five and fifty dollars at just yeah. about any shop I know. And so fi- you said once they put it on the rack. So part of that is getting it racked and. Double check and all that stuff. No, you're right. And if he was in front of you and gave you those symptoms, you could probably go drive it around the block once and verify the problem. Yeah. And so when you put it on the rack, then that's the show and tell. Yeah. Come on over here. Let me show you what's yeah. going on with this thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was impressive that he did it. Yeah. But but my point is, is this is on a 1 to 10 scale, this diagnosis was a what? A, a 1 or 2. I mean, yeah. Okay. It was fairly easy. I'm yeah. thinking one, two, or three yeah. across the board. Yeah. One, this is not anything. And and now the quick lube guys who just change oil would struggle. Yeah, they, they would. could They could verify that the symptom was there, 
but they couldn't tell you what was causing the problem. Or they'd have stopped with seeing the loose ball joint and not caught the the bushings that were bad as well. (laughs) Yes, yes. So you have the symptoms, and they match the repair, and and you're home free. So it was just an interesting thing. His his name was, um, doggone it, Um, his name was Arthur. His name was Arthur, and I and I was really appreciative that he actually sent me all of this. Um, it would kick right between thirty-four miles, thirty and forty miles an hour, and stay that way with the steering wheel offset about two from ten o'clock or from twelve o'clock to ten o'clock. That all matches that yeah. ball joint yeah. issue. So anyway, that's the fun of it. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The lines are wide open. Right now, last week I ranted for like four hours on a two-hour show about a repair oh the customer went to a shop and said i have a check engine light and i have uh feels like an engine miss 920 dollars later they had flushed the injectors twice they had replaced the battery which is insignificant to the issue Mm -hmm. and he left with the same problems then the next day they sent him an engine estimate for seventeen thousand five hundred dollars for a miss for a miss Wow, I usually uh, start before an engine on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to tell you something. My underwear was wadded up yeah. something fierce. I mean, to tell you, this is the worst. And it happens to be uh, one of the shops that was recently purchased as lots of other shops were purchased. Yeah. And their labor rate went to 175 But I'm going to tell everybody in the world, mine's 175 yeah. now. So their labor rate went to 175 But it's altogether a different thing now. Was it a common vehicle? Um, with respect to what we're talking about? Yeah, the, very the common. engine miss. Very so common. it should have been... Chevy pickup truck with a 5.3 five, five, uh, 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 DOD. I'm still flabbergasted at 17,000. Yeah. Okay. The, the DOD, we already know that we've got problems. <laughs> yeah, with, we with, got problems. Usually yeah. that's a cam and lifters, not a whole engine. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> here's the problem. It ended up at my shop, and he didn't say nothing to me or anybody else. So it came here. We fixed it for $930. He spent 920 for a diagnostic for $165 and never did it. They flushed the injectors twice, never f- nothing. This was just a, a this, let's try that, let's try this, let's try that. And then, then they send him an engine estimate. It's true that it had 149,000 miles on it, but part of the repair bill was a, a module to eliminate the DOD, the di- displacement on demand. Yeah. And so once that was gone, it ran great. Then it needed some spark plugs. And when we took the spark plugs out, the boot on one of them was all be- uh, eaten up real bad. Yeah. So, I mean, it was nothing. Yeah. Eric done one of them yesterday I just did in one, a year. Yeah. Do you remember Same. how much it was? About 900 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they charged nine hundred dollars. It was like it was one hundred sixty-five diagnostic, and then it was so much for this injector flush, then so much for this injector flush, and then we did this, and we cleaned that, and we did this, and they didn't even come to a diagnosis. They never ever sat down and said, "This is what it is." And so he gives me that, and I say, "You didn't squawk about this nine hundred and twenty. Well, I got a battery out of it. <laughs> well, they they charged him eighty dollars to replace the battery. And then they charged him on top of replacing the battery. They charged a fair amount for the battery because I did check that. Yeah. So I, I'm just real confused. But what's going on right now, as you well know, is in the old days, we had about a 30 or 40% markup on parts. Yeah. As we get bigger and we buy more, we get into a deeper discount. Right. The top end stays the same. We just buy cheaper. Yeah. 
we're seeing now three times cost, and I'm seeing that on a regular basis. Now you and I are old. Yeah, we and are. The, we're from the. You took apart for a dollar. You paid a dollar. You pay, and you sold it for a buck and a quarter. Yeah. So today we're three times. So, so. if it's a dollar now, it's three dollars. Yeah. I've never seen that before. Well, the cost of doing business has definitely got higher. Cost of employers, employees, business, all that. Oh. But I don't think it's. Three I times? don't think I don't think the margins add up. Well, I know that when when we crossed over from thirty or forty percent gross profit to where we did a fifty percent gross yeah. profit, so that thing <clears throat> that thing was a do- hundred to a hundred, or it was a dollar, and we sold it for a dollar fifty. Yeah, we had a fifty percent gross profit. I, I remember that and feeling really uncomfortable. Yeah, but if I bought something for a hundred dollars and sell it for three hundred dollars, I'm going to feel real uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just, and then it, it gets worse than that. The higher it goes. The one thing about it, the parts that we do sell aren't just the same part as they buy in the store. They're a part that comes attached with a warranty, a nationwide warranty, and a master tech tied to them. Right. So that part, they're getting, they're getting something for their parts. And that's why the, all of us in the, in the play the game the, right, the way it's supposed to. We all put the part number down on our invoices. So if you break down in Wichita, Kansas, he can look that part number up and get it. He can call us, and we can cover the part. We can do stuff like that. Right, and most of us are part of some system that will tell them what shop to go to, and they'll cover it through our system. And, and, and that's the way it should be. But anyway, there's, uh, there's probably been at least 14 or 15 shops in a couple of chains that have recently sold. It's and they are, um, I, what are they called? What are those guys called? They, they buy the shop, they raise the prices, and they, and they, they make a lot of money, and uh, they, investors. Yeah. yeah. So, so we've got a lot of that going on right now. Um, we, we actually have been in contact with two of them ourselves. We're adamant that we're going to keep it a family business. Us and too. We're not interested. Yeah, us too. But I'd still like to see what the numbers are and see how they came about those numbers. And so they're talking about a variety of different measurements and stuff like that. Plus, all the guys that have sold are sworn to secrecy, and that's okay with me too. Yeah. The problem is, is that that these guys are investors. They want a return on their investment, so they buy the shop. Maybe it's real one on already, but they turn around and buy the shop. Then all of a sudden, the the parts go to three times cost. The customer is going to see that, and the labor rates are going through the roof. They're virtually all at one seventy five and north of that yeah. now. And so I, I don't know. It's going to be a tough. It, it's not going to be tough for us, but it's going to be tough for the consumer to decide where to go. Yeah, and, and yeah. us when we started our shops, we were technicians that had a passion for the industry. Yes, it's a totally different outlook for somebody that's got an investor that wants to make money. What was your labor rate in the late seventies? <laughs> I think it was. Thirty-five dollars an mine hour. Was, mine was thirty-five to forty. Yeah, because Renee looked it up the other day. Yeah, she says, "Look I, at the tickets." I'm full off the top of my head, but yeah, yeah. thirty-five or forty dollars. Yeah, yeah, and our technicians were making eight and ten dollars an hour. Yeah, because but shop- minimum wage then was three dollars an hour. Right, right, right. So, and the technicians in these new facilities are in in north of a hundred dollars an hour. A hundred dollars an hour, but if they're at one seventy-five, then they become more than fifty-fifty partners and they're in the labor flat rate. Yeah, yeah, a flat rate. So it's kind of it's really everything's moving around. Um, the the only thing that's not being really affected is the dealerships, but as always, the dealerships set the s- limit, the sky limit. 
yeah. except for the top. Anyway, 602-508-0960. When we come back, we're going to continue to talk about the shape of the industry. I'm Mark Salem, Kurt from Kurtz Automotive, and his right-hand man, Eric. We'll be right back. The coming midterm election may be the most important election in the history of our country. The battle lines are drawn. The war for America's soul is on the line. 960 The Patriot and Wired Differently invite you to join Charlie Kirk, Mike Gallagher, Brandon Tatum, Seth Liebson, and Senate candidate Blake Masters for the Battleground Talkers Tour coming to Phoenix on Sunday, October 23rd. Now is your chance to help freedom win. November 8th is coming, and it will be Arizona's choice to either double down on the Democrats' blueprint for socialism, which gets you more of this. The extraordinary success of this mission. This is now the deadliest attack on U.S. forces in Afghanistan in more than a decade. Or we can reclaim our freedom and our Republican form of government. The Battleground Talkers Tour with Charlie Kirk, Mike Gallagher, Brandon Tatum, and Seth Liebson. For details, go to 960thepatriot.com. That's 960thepatriot.com. Brought to you in part by Job Creators Network and Midas Gold Group. I'll be honest, the first few months were tough. When I left the military, I was excited for a fresh start, but civilian life has been harder than I thought it would be. Figuring out a new career while also being a good mom, wife, and friend... Some days I'm barely keeping my head above water. And with the transition and everything I'm juggling, I'm spread too thin. I finally realized that it's hurting my mental health. To get back to enjoying life again, I needed to get help. Opening up to someone was a big step for me. I I saw that I'm not alone and that there are tools to help me overcome what I'm going through. With support... I feel like I'm heading in the right direction. Discover how other women veterans like me have learned to thrive after military service by taking care of themselves and their mental health. Visit maketheconnection.net slash womenveterans. Greetings, this is Dr. G, host of America First with Sebastian Gorka. The election that we've been talking about for so long is now upon us. Don't sit this election out. Be sure to vote. everybody push a button here 1449 is the number and i didn't put a space in there but i will tomorrow yeah. when i edit it anyway 602-508-0960 602-508-0960 let me tell you real quick about another shop in town that's a pretty good shop and pretty good but doggone good auto dynamics is sun city's largest and most trusted facility i think family owned and operated since 1982 i've known chuck since 1979 and chuck and chuck's family owns the place so if you're in sun city and you ask Mark Salem, who should I go to? My answer is always going to be Automotive Dynamics, and they're right there at 88th Avenue and Grand, just, or 99th Avenue and Grand, the north side of Grand, on the west side of the road. All righty, let's go to the phones because we got callers. Jim, you're first. How can we help you this morning? Hi, Mark. I just want to let you know I sure enjoy your show. I've learned a lot. Um, I'm calling you from a suburb of St. Louis, and uh, used to listen to you years ago on KMOX. Well, thank you for that. Uh, KMOX is one of the largest stations in the United States, AM station. It um, We could get calls from New York all the way to California. Wow. And, um, and when I did that um, back then, 100 years ago, it was the most fun I've had in a long time because the rules were kind of loose. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't get mad at me for some of the, my <laughs> harebrained ideas. But real quick, KMOX one time, a guy calls me and he goes, I'm in a cab. 
And I said, okay, what can I do for you? He says, I've got this maintenance light, and I can't get the maintenance light out. I said, okay, just pull over to the side of the road. And he goes, I got a fare. And I said, just tell him you're going to pull off the side of the road for a minute. You want me to fix it or not? Okay. So he's talking to the fare. He pulls off the side of the road. I said, turn your key off, turn your key on. Remember, push the yeah. throttle pedal three times to the floor. Don't start the motor. And then it'll go off. And then he uses a bunch of bad words. <laughs> oh, damn, you did it. You did it. And he's yelling and screaming. And so I'm fixing this car in Washington, D.C. He's on the beltway. <laughs> and I said to him, send me the fare. I'll pay for the person's fare. And they go, no, they're laughing, too. So KMOX was a great place. I had a lot of fun. But anyway, Jim, thank you for letting me rehash my uh, fun there at KMOX. Well, we, we sure miss you here. Anyway, well, my question, they're probably easy questions for you and your guests, but uh, – I've got a couple, uh, I guess, old Park Avenues. One's an 05, one's an 02, and I don't want to get rid of them because I like that uh, 3800 engine. But anyway, I need to put a couple wheel bearing hub assemblies on one of them, and I've been looking at Rock Auto Parts, and I can see those hub assembly prices are all over the place. All over the place. And uh, I know you talk about the spark plugs all come from, you know, like a couple manufacturers as well as oil and uh and oil filters, which ones do I go to? Do I go to, uh, you know, like the, the middle of the road or the least expensive? Or, okay, you know, okay. I need well, advice on we, that. We have a disagreement right now. I'm just telling you right now because we're all looking at one another. But, Eric, <laughs> you're first. I, I've bought from Rock Auto just because sometimes that's the only place you can find something. Okay. If he wants to buy from Rock Auto, buy AC Delco. Okay. Because they will sell AC Delco. Okay. So he, he can buy a, a GM part from okay. Rock Auto. So that would be the... The line that I know of would be okay there. Okay. That's the only line. And I'm going to agree with him with a caveat. The caveat is, is Rock Auto is a trailer in southern Utah with two guys in it. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> they have access to every parts store in the Phoenix area, in the St. Louis area. They have every access. Yep. Not only do they have every access, but they have a computer system that when you pull up a part, it'll give you five different part numbers and five different brands and five different prices. You can get that on the web. Yeah. So you go to Rock Auto, you punch it in. Now, the other day, we had a rack. We couldn't find the rack. So we crossed it over at Rock Auto, and we found one 10 miles away in a different box, in a different brand, in the same rack. So Rock Auto gives you all those part numbers that you can query all of them. So And he kicked butt on the price. I mean, we really were happy with the price that we got it for. Rock Auto is just that. It's it's a place, and I make fun of them, but it's a place in Utah, and they have access to every parts store within a 10-mile radius of where you live. And they're going to look up that part in that way, and you can order it. Then they're going to have that parts store deliver the part to you or or use an Uber or whatever. And and that part then goes to your, your place, and you pay for it. The only thing is, is that there is variations in quality. Yes. So I would not buy the cheapest one because there are Chinese brands okay. are, that are being white boxed and sent out. So I would buy a name brand if I could. And and I agree to that with with a caveat. You got anything else? No. Uh, okay. It, it China makes just everything. Yeah. <laughs> Even the AC Delco probably. <laughs> I mean to tell you, China makes everything. China makes everything. Um, there's a friend of mine, Wayne. Who goes there? And I'll tell you the story real quick. He has a motor mount for an Ultima. He says, "How much to make this?" The guy goes, eight dollars and fifty cents." He goes, "What is it going to cost you?" And he goes, eight twenty-five. He goes, "You're going to make twenty-five? He says, "Yeah, but your order's got to be five thousand." Yeah. He said it was going to be more than that. He goes, "I'll make them." So he gets the mounts. 
They're made perfect to their specification. They're they're made perfect from China, and they're put in 20 different boxes yeah. with 20 different brands. Yeah. He says just about everything we get comes from China. Yeah. Everything. He says they do it to our specifications, plus we test. There's only two or three companies that make spark plugs in the world. There's only one company that makes a thermostat. Thermostat. Because they have the sophisticated equipment to test the thermostat. That's it. So when you look at all these moving parts, you got, okay, I agree with you. I wouldn't buy the the bottom third. Right. I wouldn't buy the bottom third. I'd stick in the middle or on the top end. Because their quality is going to be, their quality demands are going to be less in order to have a, a price effective. And the warranty is yes. likely to be yeah. better. And it's a name brand that you'll recognize. Yeah. So, Jim, that's the end of the the, 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 the thing. That's that's what we advise you. Tom, good morning to you, Tom. How can we help you? Hey, good morning. Thank you. Um, what is the, What are these little green modules you plug into the, check engine module that's supposed to save you a bunch of gas. Do you know anything about them? Well, there's all kinds of those out there. Um, they're, they're telling you that underneath the dash is your ALDL connector where, where we attach our scanners and our information yeah. data gathering. Um, it's really hard to change parameters with those. Yeah. Is it is this where you're supposed to plug that thing? Yeah. Huh. yeah. Okay. I don't know I'm just it's... curious about them. Yeah, because, see, that's an output really we're just gathering data we're looking at data that's going on when the car's running and so i don't know how we plug in there but there are some scanners like the dod scanner that you can plug into there and you can change parameters yeah are you talking about something that could cost four to six hundred dollars no something that costs four to thirty dollars Okay, I, 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 I'm not familiar with that, and I'm not familiar with anything that would allow us to, to trim your fuel numbers. Oh, I'll bet what it is. I bet it's a reset on fuel trim numbers, so it change, It brings you down to zero, so your your initial fuel economy uh, per tank and per mile and stuff changes, and it shows an improvement right off the bat. I don't know. I, I, I'm just guessing. That's a pure guess. Yeah. Because I... Unless yeah. you hook it up somehow to your phone and you're supposed to drive by the, you know, you remember the old vacuum gauges? Yes. The economy, so it might, like, send sure. some type of signal if it oh, pairs it with could. your phone. And so it makes you drive better. Oh, it could. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> it could. It could easily do no, that. No, it's not the other that. Thing... It's just a, it's just plug-in. It's just a plug-in module. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, Why don't you, would you, would you be kind enough to send it to me? Mark at MarkSalem.com. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Salem spelled like the cigarette, Mark with a K. And folks, we'll be back right after this. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Are you concerned about market volatility, rising taxes, economic uncertainty, and how it could all affect your future in retirement? Then tune into Another Money Show. To learn how you can protect and grow your hard-earned money, another money show every Saturday at noon right here on 960 The Patriot. Protect your hard-earned money today and learn more at anothermoneyshow.com. After I got out of the Marine Corps, coming back home, it was just a mental breakdown for me. I was on the verge of giving up. That chapter, that season in my life was over. Now what? Who was I? That's what I kept asking myself. The pressure to have it all together, to heal, to quiet down the monsters inside, it was too much. I lost it. I had heard about the Wounded Warrior Project. I had seen the logo. 
and that visual of a warrior carrying another warrior. The programs that the Wounded Warrior Project offers, it's not just the veteran themselves, it's, it's their whole family, it brings it all together. We have scars that we carry, and just because the scars are there doesn't mean that we're any less than what we were. Right now, I, I'm the best version that I ever have been of myself. I can embrace the brokenness. You wouldn't go into battle alone. You don't have to fight this alone. Visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Courage. I learned it from my adoptive mom. Hold my hand. You hold my hand. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care at AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. All about that demon automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels. Hey, everybody, minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Kurt from Kurt's Automotive is here next to me, and uh, his sidekick and number one tech, number one best buddy, number one shop foreman, and the guy who gets in the most trouble is Eric. He's <laughs> yeah. sitting right next to me, too. So we have uh, open lines available, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Automatic Transmission Exchange in Phoenix has been around since 1968. He actually worked on Barney Rubble's stone car, filled it. And if you don't believe me, ask him. But he's been around transmissions from the very first automatic all the way to the electronic eight speeds. So if you need somebody to work on your transmission or you got a problem and nobody else can fix it, I can tell you, Automatic Transmission Exchange can, and they're located at 40th Street in Washington. Bob, good morning. How can we help you? Hi, Mark. So you were talking about the 5.3. You know, my son has a GMC 2014 with the 5.3 with 140,000 miles. He's the original owner. And 
he thought he was having some kind of tra- transmission problem because it was sort of shifting weird. But with those, you don't always know because it goes from four-cylinder to eight-cylinder, you know? So sometimes yes. it sort of shifts weird. So he took it to automatic transmission exchange, and they checked it all out, and they said it was fine because he'd done his fluid and filter changes every 40,000 miles and stuff. So he said maybe you got an engine, you know, some kind of drivability. So he took it to a general automotive shop that we go to, and they wanted to, you know, do the wallet flush thing. So thanks to you, he said no thanks. And they charged him a $40 diagnostic fee. And then they said he needs a new transmission, and they quoted him $4,400 for a new transmission. And he said, okay. no thanks to that, too. Okay, so, well, stop, stop, stop. we gotta get, we got to back up a little bit here. When you're driving this down the road, DOD is displacement on demand. The computer's going to automatically make it a four-cylinder, a six-cylinder, or an eight-cylinder. Well, it won't make a six-cylinder, an eight-cylinder, but it'll change it. Change the, yeah. the, so it's capable of doing that. Um, and the transmission is also going to have some issues with respect to f- throttle up, throttle down, speed, load, and all that stuff. The easiest way to diagnose this to see if it's a transmission is is drag your foot on the, the brake pedal enough to cancel overdrive and stuff and drive it with your foot on the brake pedal but not enough to, to apply the brakes. And those of us that are skilled in that, we can. that's part of what we're going to do to diagnose your transmission. But DOD, that 5.3... And if you have that, then that d- displacement on tam- command, you can also do that with the brake pedal as well. You yes. can use the brake pedal to keep it. <clears throat> so um, this is where you pay um, a, a senior guy with gray nose hairs to go drive your car to determine whether it's an engine-related misfire feeling or if it's a transmission-related misfire feeling. Did I cover it? Yep. That's how. Does he have a check engine light on? Yeah, does he have it, uh, Bob? A check engine? There was, yeah, there was. There was no check engine light, but when they read the codes at automatic transmission exchange, it it had a bank like a left bank misfire, and then he cleared the codes. And then when he took it to the general automotive shop, they said there was no codes. They couldn't okay. see any codes. Yeah, it's not yeah, a transmission. It's a problem. He's probably dealing with fuel delivery issues. And Detroit. that's yeah. that's the one that we had last week. Yeah. It mm-hmm. had the same thing. He said that the left side was leaner than the right side. And in reality, it was a DOD issue. Yeah. It was right. just a DOD issue. And yeah. there's, so, there's no way he's going to have a failed transmission and no codes. Right. I agree with you yeah. 100%. And if you want, Bob, you can just have him take the pan off of it. And if half the transmission is in the pan, then, yeah, it needs a transmission. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we usually find is half yeah. the transmission in there. But I think you just need to to to, to pick somebody else that's asking, can you work on a, a, a DOD, General Motors? Have you diagnosed those? But to be honest with you, this is on a 1 to 10 scale. This is certainly a 6, a 7, and yeah, maybe an 8 it, it, on yeah. the diagnosis side. Yeah. But it's not something that's impossible. It's no. just you have to get somebody with a little gray hair that's done it before. And so unfortunately, and, and just because it has codes doesn't mean anything to us, does it? No. It supports our contention that this is a transmission problem because you have transmission codes. But we don't go in there and fix things based on codes. No. Because the computer's so stupid, it just looks at something and goes, oh, well, that's a misfire. Oh, it's a misfire. Is the misfire caused by an injector or the spark or the boot or the coil? Oh, I don't know. Well, yeah. you still got to go find it. Yeah. yeah. So sorry, Bob. That's the best we can offer you. Tim, Tim, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hey, guys, you guys got a great show. I really do appreciate it, and a lot of other guys that I know uh, listen to you, too, so we do appreciate it. I have a 2011 SL550, 
and I just started getting a uh, issue when I go from drive. Let, I'm driving and I'm ready to park it. I hit the brake and I try to put it into park and it doesn't go. It's kind of like frozen. And if I jiggle it a little bit, sometimes it goes into park or I got to turn the uh, key off or just hit the button off and then it will let me go right into park. I can fix that for you by just giving you a name. Go, go to Goody's, Goody's Automotive in Scottsdale. Yeah. Goody's Automotive in Scottsdale is a little gray-haired guy that knows more about Mercedes, and he has fixed cars for us over the damn phone. Now, he's not going to do that for anybody else. No. Because we can give him serial stream data. Right. We can give him stuff like that. But you belong at Goody's. No questions about it. No. And I'll tell you what, Goody's going to look at you, you're going to smile. And he's going to go drive it, and he's going to come back and tell you what's the matter with it. That's what he's going to tell you. Yeah. So you belong I, there. Is it okay to drive? Well, I don't know what it is, so I can't tell you, but I can tell you this much. When they when they start going to death on you, usually they're slipping like crazy. The fluid's burnt, although I, I doubt if you can even check well, the fluid. Well, I think he's saying it physically won't go to park. Like, the shifter won't go move to park. Yeah, yeah right. it's, it's only the shifter. I have no problems with gears or anything. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's safe. To so drive, he's right? got a yeah, he's safe yeah. to drive. And if it won't go in, you just hit your parking brake. Yeah, and That's... put it neutral or something like that yeah. if you can't get it into park. Yeah. But no, it's, if it's a linkage problem yeah. or if it's some kind of a switch it's, that's not open in the gate, it's going to be a switch problem. Yeah, I dealt with things similar. And, and I think you're right. Yeah. I think it's it's a matter of it has to see zero or zero speed. It's not going to let you go to nope. park till it sees zero speed. Right. And if we've got eight miles an hour hanging out there in Never Neverland, then it ain't going to go into park. No. But Goody's no, got. Not... I don't he's have got that. a magic wand, and I, okay. I don't know how much he's going to charge you to wave it, but uh, make, uh, I'm just telling you. He, and, and just tell him, don't forget Salem's commission, okay? Got it. Right. Got it. All right. Alrighty, thank you very much. All right. Keep it Good up. Good luck. I know he's listening. Goody, give me a call. <laughs> tell me how I can be a hero on this deal. Tell me what's the matter with it, Goody. Give me a call. Call me on my cell phone. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I had to turn off my cell phone, but I'm going to put it right here so you can calls, watch it. I can yeah. see it. Yeah. And so it'll make us look like we're really smart. <laughs> All righty. We're going to take a break. And, Norm, you stay there. We have four lines open. If you want one, 602-508-0960. The coming midterm election may be the most important election in the history of our country. The battle lines are drawn. The war for America's soul is on the line. 960 The Patriot and Wired Differently invite you to join Charlie Kirk, Mike Gallagher, Brandon Tatum, Seth Liebson, and Senate candidate Blake Masters for the Battleground Talkers Tour coming to Phoenix on Sunday, October 23rd. Now is your chance to help freedom win. November 8th is coming, and it will be Arizona's choice to either double down on the Democrats' blueprint for socialism, which gets you more of this. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in an ICU unit, and you're not going to die. Or we can reclaim our freedom and our Republican form of government. The Battleground Talkers Tour with Charlie Kirk, Mike Gallagher, Brandon Tatum, and Seth Liebson. For details, go to 960thepatriot.com. That's 960thepatriot.com. Brought to you in part by Job Creators Network and Midas Gold Group. As a young teenage boy, I didn't even know what autism was. How do you even spell that? A few years later, I heard that a friend's cousin's son had been diagnosed with autism. I still wasn't sure what that really meant. When I went to college, my roommate's brother had autism. When I moved to the city for work, 
my best friend called me and told me his son had been diagnosed with autism. We were both in shock. I still remember the day I walked into the house and saw that look on my wife's face. I knew something was wrong. I'll never forget how I felt when she said, our son has autism. Autism is getting closer to home. Today, one in 88 children is diagnosed with autism. That's a 1,000% increase in the last 40 years. Learn more at autismspeaks.org signs. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You're bringing your daughter to her favorite pop star's concert. Do you A, wear earplugs? Isn't this fun, Dad? I have a soft pretzel. B, remember the moment with matching concert t-shirts. That's going to be 180 bucks. Or we can just take a photo. C, show her how you used to do concerts. We're going crowd surfing. I can't. It's too heavy. Oh, my God. Or D, just roll with it. Woo, Justin, look at us from here. Justin, Justin, OMG. He just looked, I love you, Justin. I love you. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org slash az. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Thank you, everybody. Um, 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, we were going to go to um, Norm, but he dropped off, and certainly people have stuff to do. The lines are wide open, 602-508-0960. So I'm trying to sell my wife's car. It's a Ford Edge. It's huh. a four-door, and uh, it has fancy tires and wheels, 22s or something like that. But I, I have a, a list here on the car, and, um, and, and, and now listen to this. There's 41 repair orders, okay? There's 20 oil changes six cabin filters, three new batteries, five sets of wiper blades, four sets of tires, <laughs> um, uh, replace purge solenoid once, rear brakes and rotors twice in 144,000 miles. Rear. Yeah, because we're up and down the pacing all the time. Yeah. So yeah. she just puts on a lot of miles without touching the brakes. Everybody that rides with her knows she doesn't touch the brakes. <laughs> so at a, at a 90,000, we put spark plugs. We replaced the front engine and tranny mount. But anyway, we have $9,145.87 of work on this car. Cost. No labor. Just parts. Yeah. It's cost. So if anybody wants to buy this car, this is a nice car. And it's well kept up. It's got uh, 148,000 miles on it. So it's 90 $900, which is less than everything on the net says it should be. So $9,900, and I'm going to write that down so that I know that I said 9900 But it's really a good car, and I think you'll agree, the beginning of the end of the engine and all that kind of stuff is oil consumption and blue smoke and fouling spark plugs. None of yeah. This car has none of that. No oil yeah. leaks, no pressure, no nothing. Usually that's another fifty to 100,000 miles out. And at least that. Yeah. At least that. So I kept, I went through all the recorders from, from mile 62 to mile uh, 144, 286. And then I reconciled everything that we had done, all the tires and all of this. Spark plug. We did spark plugs at the very first time at 90,000 miles. And then we replaced the two mounts. So she said it drove better. Yeah. So, um, it, you know, and of course, 
Happy wife's happy life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's really good. So it's a 2014 Ford Edge, and if you uh, send me an email at mark at marksalem.com, I'll send you some pictures of it, and I'll send you a copy of everything, except I'm not going to give you the dollars amounts because those are a cost. And so I won't share that with you, but I'll tell you, tell you from, a, from a pragmatic point of view, we spent $9,100, $9,145 on it servicing and maintaining it for the last however many years. 602-508-0960. There's a whole lot of Googling going on, a whole lot of I went to the Internet and this is what they say. That's a very difficult thing for me to handle because I want to say, so let me get this straight, you want to tell me what someone told you on the Internet and how to fix your car. So when I do that and it doesn't work, how are we going to unwind that? Yeah. How are we going to unwind it? One guy said, well, it's just no problem. It's just that um, I, you don't do anything. I said, I know, but I'm doing it based on your analysis, and you're directing me to do this to fix your car because some guy on Google said to. That's a very difficult thing. So we've just determined that when they start talking about dictating the repair, we have a stamp where it says, I accept full responsibility for the outcome of this repair that I am dictating them to do. So we'll do what you want us to do, but there's no backing up. There's no saying, well, that didn't fix it because um, Google just is wrong. And I don't know if you spend much time on Google and that kind of stuff, and unfortunately I do because people challenge me on that. They don't ask questions like, what's the engine vacuum? Yeah. They don't ask questions like, what's the CO or HC out of the tailpipe? All the stuff that we need to determine what's going on underneath the hood, they don't ever ask that. Oh, you got a code for a mass airflow sensor? It needs a mass airflow sensor. Never mind that the boot's torn between the mass airflow sensor and the motor. Yeah. The $20 boot, I might add. Yeah. And so we're going to do a mass airflow sensor, but guess what? The code's coming back. So those are the kinds of things. Are you struggling with that? Uh, A little, but not not a lot. We we weed those out early because... We just, we don't give anybody, we won't repair off of somebody else's diagnostics. We at least tell them we're going to do a second free opinion. We okay. ain't going to do a repair without doing a check. So okay. we might give away a, a little bit of time here and there, but we don't, we, we can knock out the questions. Okay. We, we stop dealing with a lot of that. Under those circumstances, what percentage of the time do you chase your tail and what percentage of the time that you disagree with the original so-called diagnosis? I would, I would honestly say there's enough people doing enough things that tried a little bit. So I would say it's probably like a 30, 40% of the time they're right. Okay. They're close. Can I use that yeah. instead of right? Can I say close? Yeah. Because we have a vacuum leak and we have really high HC and low CO. They don't know that, but we know that. Yeah. And so we're looking at this, and we're we're seeing symptoms that indicate a bad vacuum leak. And so we're halfway there. And so they wanted us to replace the mass airflow sensor because that's the code it's set or something like that. But we recognize that that has nothing to do with what we're doing. It is a lean condition, but the mass airflow sensor is re- reporting correctly. Right. So it's really a matter of, to, to make it simple for the folks, we plug in a, a device that costs how much money? We plug in well, just just the updates annually are two or three thousand dollars. Okay, and then the machine can be anywhere from 
four to eight thousand dollars. Okay, and these are handheld scanners yeah. that allow us to get data. The scanner doesn't tell us what to fix it. Yeah. No, it tells us what the numbers are. It yeah. tells us what we're seeing. So you plug in the scanner and you go drive it. Yep. And and you're looking for parameters. And so if it's an exhaust is plugged, we're going to see that in a variety of different places. Right. And so that's the important part. But just because it has a code, what percentage of the time does the code actually dictate the repair? Let's just go with oxygen sensors. It's got an oxygen sensor code. How many times is it really the oxygen sensor? Approximately. Well, depends. We got like 42 oxygen sensor codes now. Okay. Um, a lot of times if it's a like a, a heater circuit or a signal circuit code, I would say 90% of the time it's the sensor. But if it's anything outside of a circuit code, lean, rich, uh, slow response, things like that, they're almost never the sensor. Okay. And a lot of times the generic scanners that they use at the auto parts stores don't give us all those different parameters no, and stopping I, points on the O2 sensor. Yeah, because there can be, there's there's the code, there's the four-digit code, and then there's the two-digit subcode. Okay. So we get the subcodes with the right. big tools. Right. And so then it tells exactly what part of that code they didn't like. Now, recognizing this is a stupid question for you, but you're going to answer it anyway, or I'm going to turn off your microphone. What percentage <laughs> of the lean codes are actually O2 sensors versus something else? Uh, I would say the lean, out of two out of 100 are actually a sensor problem on a lean code. It's because it's telling us the truth. Yeah. I got a lean code. The EGR stuck open. I got a vacuum leak. I got a PCV valve problem. I got a brake booster problem. I got da 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 and it's, I'm, I'm seeing it, but I don't know where it's at. Right. So ha, never mind, the, you, you say to the customer, is there anything else? And they go, no. And say, well, let me ask you this. How's the brake pedal, the power brakes? Well, sometimes the pedal's hard. Hmm. I think we're halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how does it run? Well, when I come up to a stop, it runs pretty bad. Is yeah. your foot on the brake? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. So as you they don't hear that big hissing sound, <laughs> like how do you miss that? <laughs> but the point is, is those are what's important. Right. And when we drive the car, we're gray enough haired to know what to look for. So sometimes you don't even leave the parking lot. You get in and you push the brake and you hear the hissing and you go, okay, we're done. We're done. That's the diagnostic. Now you're going to go in there and make sure that the booster is the problem and not the supply and not the vent right. and not the check valve. You're, you're going to shut that system down somehow and then make sure everything else can still adequately do what they're supposed to without that in the system. So then you know that's the only problem. And I bring that up because people I don't want people to think that oh, once we see the code, we know what it is. There is a process. Well, you, you, your, your kid comes running into the house, and he's got blood running off the top of his head. We can all assume that he probably got hit with a baseball in the head. But it could be blood from somebody else. <laughs> he headbutted somebody in the nose. Exactly. He headbutted somebody. There's all these different moving parts. Huh. So you got to kind of clean it up and see if it's there. Oh, the blood's not there. Okay, now where'd the blood come from? Or just steal it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or who hits you with, you know, a tomato or whatever. Yeah. But those are the, the, the process um, to diagnose the problem is, is really 50% elimination and then interfacing and and. For instance, on the O2 sensor, you create a lean condition, and you better see a lean yeah. number, a number. So the lean number is 0 0.1, 0 0.2, 0 0.3. So you better see that. If you create a rich condition, you better see in, in, in ways you and I can talk about it, an 8 or a 9. Yeah. And so w we know if the oxygen sensor can see a lean and see a rich, it ain't bad. No. 
So something else is wrong. So even though it's an oxygen sensor code, we are not going to replace that oxygen. Or about the, what about the ones that one is right, and one is wrong, yet the right one is throwing the code because of the it believed the wrong one. That, that on the older model cars, <laughs> that still happens. It, no, I, to some extent, but it's better than it was. Yeah. I think you'll agree it was better. Than one, but you, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Okay, who have we got, Gil? Say hello to Keith. Keith, good morning. How can we help you? Good morning. Um, I'm. Uh, homebound and handicapped so but my wife has a 2003 toyota corolla that you can't get the trunk open now when she bought the car used it didn't have the master key that she's been using for months and months uh, a couple copies of keys that she had made um that it, it got stiffer and stiffer the last few days and then now it won't work at all so she can't get into her own trunk i thought maybe the fold down seats would work but reading the manual, it says they don't work unless you do it from the inside. You can't release the fold-down seats from the from the inside the car. You have to do it from inside the okay. trunk. All right. So what I'm at a loss here. Eric? I think she just needs to call a locksmith out. Yeah. And just get a new, a new lock cut out or new keys cut out. Yeah, so sometimes okay, we just have I... to stick a drill bit in the old lock and destroy it to get the trunk open. And, and I mean, you can still... I know you said that you have to get access to the seat from the trunk, but there are a lot of times that that's not always the truth. And once we pull the bottom out and we get the top out, then oftentimes we have access with a long screwdriver to unlock the trunk. Mm -hmm. So in spite of the fact that you've read somewhere that you can't get that back seat out, that's one of the first places I'd look to get the back seat out and get the lock out. At that point, you can take the lock out, go get a new lock cylinder and a couple of keys, put it in, and we're done. Yeah. So oh, okay. th- that's what I would do. What part of town do you live in? Uh, 51st Avenue in Peoria. Okay. Well, um, uh, Harker's Automotive is up there at 38th Avenue in Indian School. And uh-huh. a- and Action and Kurtz are both on the I-17 corridor at Bell and Deer Valley. So those guys, all three of those guys could help you. You think that would be better than just call our mobile locksmith out to it? No, you could certainly do that. You can certainly okay. do that. I, I think uh, as far as price is concerned, they're all going to be pretty close to yeah. the same. Yeah. Uh, it just okay. really depends. See, for us, if we can get through that back seat, we're just going to order a new lock cylinder and a set of keys for you, and we're going to be done with it. The lock guy might have to drill out the old lock. Then he's destroyed it. So he's going to have to go get the same lock we got and put it back in. So, you know, right. but, but, but if you call around and just say, give me a worst-case scenario estimate, that's really what you need to do. Okay? Very good. Thanks so much for your help. Oh, you betcha. Trunk, lock, 10, Seven. That's police talk for out of service. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. And we got one minute to go. So if you call in now, you're going to have to wait for three, four, five minutes until the top of the hour. But that number is again is six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Harker's Automotive. We talked about that. Thirty eighth Avenue and in Indian School. Been around for a very long time. I think actually Fred Flintstone was one of their very first customers at Larry Harker's Auto. He's been around, like I said, a long time. Auto electrical work, brake emissions and stuff. But I'm going to tell you, I can't tell you how many times I've sent someone to Larry Harker's and the customer had diagnosis that was G. And when they got there, they found out that G wasn't really the correct diagnosis, L was, and they fixed the car. So like many of the shops that I refer you to, they're just better than the average bears. So if you're anywhere near that 38th Avenue in Indian School, from an oil change to every time I turn on my wipers, the passenger window drops down, 
they got that under control. Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue in Indian School. I'm Mark Salem, and we'll be back in just a few minutes talking about car and car repair stuff, 602-508-0960. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 